missing keys or like, yeah, I guess like the, the missing components of understanding money as adults, alleged adults. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, back to, you know, our last like huddle of answers, I think honest conversations and quotations, Q Brene Brown, um, vulnerability about missing, you know, that are missing in this life and conversation in our culture. I feel like we're all wearing this like mask of like either ignorance or respectability when it comes to talking about money, education and needs, needs. So usually it's a figure it out, shame on you approach, you know? Uh, so we just be faking it. Like we all know what debt means and interest rates, refinancing, overdrafting and garnishing. Like, I just like, these are just like, Ooh, yeah, all these words, a portfolio. Fund. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, debt, me? the concept of debt is fairly new. Yeah, Not it within is. our lifetime, but it's from like the sixties. Yeah, it is so, very new. So like credit and debt and all that shit is like not that old. So it's especially fucked up that we are like being judged upon a credit. Absolutely. System. Um, but we out here, they fooling our parents, they fooling us, they're gonna keep fooling everyone. So it's just easier. And this is I will you can quote me this and cite me this, you know, on some academic paper, but I will state <laughs> this. It is easier to be predatorial to the population of Filipinos and other minorities when it comes to money because we don't have popular um, access to that education. And when we do, it's either predatory financial coaches or banks. And fuck y'all. That's what I'll say. <gasps> Cited. An APA. <laughs> An APA. Oh my God. <laughs> I definitely did not cite something correctly in a discussion (laughs) post, like, because I was thinking of, like, in-text citation as, like, the quote and not, like, the general Mm. idea. (sighs) Oh, yeah. APA is, like, weird like that. Like, if if you even summarize the evidence, you got to quote, you got to, like, cite it. And I'm just like, I hate that. You got to cite it in a specific way. Right. And not just put like the page number if you're only like talking from one text. Um, Jean, earlier when you mentioned garnishing, I just thought of like, like, salt <laughs> hey, that's too. Yes. That's so, the like, garnishing okay. I like. Garnishing your wages. <laughs> that's like the corporate overlord. Um, I do want to, um, I do want to like go back to like what um, Jean said about like just having education. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we have financial responsibility like or fiscal responsibility classes at no. all, like in like the American curriculum. So then like no. literally we're teaching students have to read, write, do math, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, once they become adults, you're like, okay, cool, credit. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, um, yeah, that's that's part of that whole like trick of like, oh, you're 18 now? Mm-hmm. Do you want to go to college? Yeah, right. you can tell. Here's sixty thousand dollars in loans. Yeah, and yeah. like, but yeah. So financial responsibility or uh, fiscal responsibility classes. Like, I had to learn things independently. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, my initial was always save, 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 save. So then, like, I didn't know how to spend responsibly mm-hmm. or invest or like What's check my depth? check my balance or whatever or like whatever. And I was just like, what the fuck is happening? So everything was just very much trial and error and brute force mm-hmm. um so that also means that like I lost money or like yeah. I didn't responsibly like spend something um but regardless of like whether I save or spend I feel like I'm always doing something wrong 
Yeah, that's valid. What does valid. that mean? Valid. Let's, let's let's dig a little deeper, Daniel. Daniel, can I say on this one thing as a whole teacher yeah. thing? So it takes radical teaching to get access to this education. Like Koi's English teacher yeah. uh-huh. taught them how to budget and do taxes. And now that's like Koi's like taxing side hustle. You know what I mean? Like, and I ask him all the time, like, where the fuck did you learn this? He's like, high school. I'm like, high school? My high school didn't teach me shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, so what what are we digging at again? Well, you you think that you're always doing something wrong with money. Right. Well, I mean, it kind of goes back to like my mom, like just saying like, save, 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 save. So I'm like, okay, I'm saving. But then like, when I spend the money that I'm saving, and like, so my savings or like my checking account goes down, I'm just like, so what happens here? And then like, with Mm. like credit too, like, I was thinking about this. I mean, like, not recently, but I've thought about this before. It was just like, okay, credit is literally, I'm spending money that I don't have. Right. And if I don't pay the money that I oh, use more. that I don't have, they're going to give, they're going to charge me more for not paying back the money that I don't have. And I'm like, what? Yeah, like, right. all of those things, I'm just like, so am I supposed to spend then? Am yeah. I supposed to save? So, like, that's that's what I meant by, like, I don't know if I'm doing anything right. Okay. So uh, if I may yes. uh, suggest one uh, one hack that I learned from being married to someone who's financially responsible. Yes. Uh, do you have a credit card that like has points for something? And I think yes. this is like a lot of people do this. Just use that and then use, so accrue your points. Yeah. No. Use your, just like pay that off. Yeah. I like, use it and pay it off. I have been doing that and it's just that like it's really hard for me it's easier for me to spend mm-hmm. than well, to absolutely. like pay like, it off you know what I mean the, the, I'm the saying this but like am I actually paying it off or is my wife paying it off <laughs> uh Daniel I want to um I want to relate Koi who is in this conversation he he is a lot like you in that sense and you know, he was raised a bit by his grandmother who grew up in the depression. And so I'm not a doctor or a doctor PhD, but perhaps it's a trauma response, right? Like we, uh, that stuff is deeply seated in the pain of the people who taught and raised us. And so um, we carry that with our consciousness. You are absolutely right. Like everything that our parents like that whole survivalist mentality mm-hmm. of like getting to the United States mm-hmm. like that, that was their like compass. Yeah. Yeah. And and then that was put on us, but like, we don't, we're not a right. fascism. Right. Are we, or, you know, yeah. uh, we don't live under those same pressures, mm-hmm. but the, like the values are still there. Right. Um, um, I would, I would even argue that we still live under those pressures. I mean, especially like nowadays yeah, too, absolutely. right? Absolutely. So it's like, in a sense where we're saying, how can we, how can we not eliminate, but like, how can we, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Release ourselves from that like survivalist, like mentality and like the trauma that like our family has in a sense instilled in us, mm-hmm. but also how can we, how can we release ourselves from that when we are still within that like situation yeah um i don't have a super duper answer in that but i do know that 
um, just the self-awareness of acting like my father mm-hmm. is, is almost good practice. Like, you know, my dad, I could demonize him and be like, he's spendy or whatever. He likes extravagant shit, you know, but he grew up as a teen in the Marcos time where, you know, it was like, fuck American goods. And so now when he has an opportunity to buy Nikes, it's like badass, you know? So, um, that's how, like, knowing that like, okay, um, am I purchasing, purchase, am I making an emotional purchase? Yes. Am I good with it today? Yes. You know what I mean? If not, am yeah. I making an emotional purchase to further a wound? Uh, let's, let's wait a day. You know what I mean? Just like, I don't think yeah. there's like a one cut answer, but I also think it's no like, way. it's, it's nice. So messy. Yeah. It's nice to have self-awareness and self-actualization, a skill that our families weren't really taught to have, or it was eliminated or out of their it wasn't important. consciousness. Yeah. Or it wasn't um, a priority, especially if like, I mean, if, and thinking about uh, your father and like, mm-hmm. if he was in college while they were like shooting students and shit, like, yeah, go buy those Nikes. Exactly. What, you're not, you're not going to be able to buy them. From- yeah the dead you know right he always says yeah. i only live once gene and i'm always like why do you always say this when we're here at Fit Locker? Your dad, <laughs> yeah your dad's into yolo yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a he's a yolo practitioner <laughs> but by the like, way we're still yeah. mad at you <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think are the for you nicole the missing keys components um i think just like um I mean the eradication of capitalism <laughs> period <laughs> mic drop um but like I think that I like I do want to release the guilt of buying something mm-hmm. um because like because like I need and it's not just like I don't want to just spend my money because I need something I I guess I also need to feel joy from from yeah. making a purchase mm-hmm. you know and I, I did notice that like, you know, with this whole like 90s resurgence that's happening, mm. um, I don't know if maybe you've also noticed like in the, um, like in the, like the junior sections Absolutely. of, like, of Target, to find. Yeah. there's definitely like contemporary teens and old millennials like shopping in there. Cause it's like, you're doing me. Yeah. You're, you're doing like inner teen healing yeah. by like, by buying all this like Sanrio or Sailor Moon stuff that like you could not buy absolutely as, mm-hmm. as a child or as a teenager. So it's like, um, I guess just finding that balance of like not letting money like like not have cash rule everything around you. Mm. But, like also and to not um for sure like to not judge other people. Yes, that's a huge thing. um and and I guess like also like establishing those boundaries with like family members is very hard of like um you know like if yeah like if I buy a thing and my mom says why'd you buy that that's mm. a waste of money I'm like to you yeah yeah but not to me we've all heard that line oh gosh yeah Ugh. anyway um here's like a <laughs> Here's a question that I had a hard time like thinking about. What are some mm-hmm. cultural taboos you've heard from other Filipinos? Um, so like whether it be your peers, relatives, colleagues that were not covered in our conversation. I Jean. mean, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead, Nicole. Like, I'm thinking about 
and this is from like my past life as a sociologist, like <laughs> cons- conspicuous consumption of like, mm. uh, like living on fake street and like buying things for, to appear mm. like you're um, independently financially like strong, I guess. It's like, why? Yeah. Like for what? For whom? Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. Yeah. I've had peers like that or like former um, family friends who jump house to house to like be in like fancier neighborhoods, mm-hmm. but perhaps struggle to pay them, you know? You got an HOA? That's gross. <laughs> um, I, I, one other thing does come to mind. I guess I, I don't know that there are many money taboos or besides like just not talking about money yeah. <laughs> or like not besides like not talking about like if you're if you are in need of money Mm. for survival um I will say one of my favorite things that our good friend Jenna has said to me about (laughs) German cars is that your car is not fancy in Europe (laughs) I mean my favorite things (laughs) Maybe cool. that is a maybe that's a taboo to be like. Mm. This is uh, a penis or <laughs> that's a bus in Germany. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, wait, which one? Okay. Um, so a few things I've heard. Um, if someone doesn't treat you, it means they're stingy. So I definitely mm. think that like you know, someone might not have the means to throw down a free meal for you. And, you know, at some point, can we kind of have a consensus, like stop expecting that a visit makes us all owe something to each other? Like, you know, um, oh my gosh, I just thought it like you mentioned that. And like this, mm-hmm. like, is it like an Asian urge to like pay? They fight. The check? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, what? I mean, I'm and whoever wins sure. is the richest. <laughs> like okay no, it's a status thing <laughs> yeah it's a status thing and it uh whoever pays is the richest kind of not really it's you know I've I've been in a car sometimes and my mom's like trying to wrap up this receipt and I can tell by her nonverbal like she didn't actually have you know the funds for that or you know maybe she's just like fuck I didn't know the bill's gonna be that big right. um so yeah, the definition of hospitality is a huge thing in our culture, but that that also needs a conversation about vulnerability and sharing, you know, like mm-hmm. tough yeah. times. Yeah, and this, you know, the, to uh, coattail off um, Nicole, if they're wearing designer clothes, they must be social climbers. You know, maybe they just like wearing fancy or non-fancy shit, you know? I've been in Filipino spaces where people have disregarded me from like inferior clothing, like I wear sweats or something. Um, but this only also helps aid in my activist agenda because people would be like, fuck her, you know? Um, <laughs> so I'm just saying like clothes or whatever, if they're social climbers or not, it ain't your fucking business. Um, for me, I had a hard time like thinking about this. So I kind of like went about it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've had like comments before and also like my family and I'm sure, like, your family who live in America, like, communicating with, like, family in um, in the Philippines, right? Like, when they ask for money, like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like there's this, like, misconception that, like, just because we live in a different country doesn't mean that we're more affluent than them. Yeah. Like, we still struggling out here. 
Um, and then, um, like thinking about like my second point now too, um, mm-hmm. financial boundaries. So hard, yeah. Like going back to like uh, like the the whole survival thing, right? So like just like as an explanation, um, like I had a cousin who asked for like fifty bucks mm-hmm. over Facebook, um, like Facebook Messenger, and I was like, sure, like I could I could do that. Um, and then once I said sure, they're like, oh, one hundred dollars na lang, and it's like. I mean, you can't ask for more when, like, this is what we first won, we first agreed upon. And two, like, I'm trying to survive here, too. Like, that $50, at least for me, could go a long way. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of money. This, this has happened before to other family members where one, one family member who's in the U.S. pays for one person's tuition. And then over time, like, the, the parent of that student, and they're all relatives, We'll ask for another tuition paid. Oh, wait, this is my, this is my Lolo. <laughs> this is my grandfather who did this. Like he paid for one and then it was just like, then he was being asked to pay for too many. And it wasn't like they really had money and he was in the Philippines in that barrio. So it was just kind of like, but it was like, you don't turn it down. Like it was hard for him to turn down because of that layer of like cultural ex- money expectation. But it's like, mm-hmm. how many freaking people can you put through college at this point? You know? Um, and only now they're kind of like, they're very kind to my mom or wherever she goes. But that like, I mean, her dad really, I mean, he probably wouldn't say he suffered. I don't want to speak for him or whatever, but it was like, that's a lot of pressure to put on somebody expectation yeah. after one, one, one good favor. And then it's like a long codependency. Yeah. I mean, at that point, I wouldn't even call it codependency. It's just like taking advantage. <laughs> Straight up. Let's call right? it what it is. Yes. Like, um I mean like I'm also like not on social media more so I have no idea if even like my cousins are like asking for mm-hmm. like asking me for stuff and I remember my mom called me and was just like hey your aunt needs medical help and I was like that makes a lot of sense to me yes I could like help out but like I don't know I'm just like I guess like part of it has to do also with the fact that like this is money that I worked hard to earn. Right. And then now where you're building like that, like you're losing goodwill. You're building that mistrust. Right, right, right. You're right. Because uh, there's a certain status level in being able to be a person that cuts, you know, the remittance, you know, you're, yeah. you're like, oh, the, the rich gene of America. You know what I mean? All this like narrative they create because you're successful and white collar or, yeah. and then you're out here working OT. You know what I mean? Like, ugh. yeah. I, I've had like relatives call me like kuripot or yeah, like, um, absolutely they would. what's another word? Like maramot, like, bro, I, it's, you know, it's, it's, yeah. Those words are just like, so phonetically funny. I <laughs> really Kuripot. <laughs> Um, it's like you sound like you're taking a shit yes <laughs> or like a Sanrio character a who's like a poop you know yeah <laughs> it's like a stingy poop but yes. and it, it's like how are you gonna frame that when it's like you're like, not like Jeff Bezos I know. right they think you are though they think you are <laughs> they think you are I gotta I gotta hit up Sanrio about stingy poo <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna draft that send my send my pitch idea uh my my question for everyone here is realistically and then fantastically what does wealth look like for you nicole 
Um, I mean, it's not just monetarily. Like I would love to be comfortable mm-hmm. and to be able to help people around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it's also like being fulfilled in yeah. my interpersonal relationships and like my work and, um, my home life, my, my hobbies. And, you know, yeah. I, I do want to, uh, <laughs> I need to do like a skin routine now. Like I really thought your commit. skin looks really good tonight. Like you know what? what? I I think it's maybe because I took a nap earlier, but okay. uh I think now that like grad school, I have to like stick to a routine and do it daily and nightly because I don't want to let this degree and this program like age me like it ages everyone else oh yeah that's thanks for that tip so I think that's like my personal wealth is also just like trying to be ageless hey we ain't mad at that Uh, yeah Daniel well Um, fantastically uh realistically just having like a simple humble life like somewhere along the lines of like how my mom lives her life like she wakes up, goes to work, goes home, watches telenovelas, and she's like <laughs> content. Mm. You know, like she has enough saved. She has manageable expenses. Like mm. for me, like I got a place to stay. I got food. Like I tell, I tell Cody all the time, like you'll never go hungry in a Nero, Nero household, Nero house. Like you can't. Um, I got friends mean. and family, my cats, love. Like that's all I need. And like the other mm. things that I have are just things like that I happen to have. Mm-hmm. um fantastically um like I thought about this too like I was just like what if I had like all the money in the world mm. like I I can't I can't imagine myself like in a mansion with everything like I, it's just like I just want like a small house with a library right with like a garden outside the cats have their own like little like pad area that's it like yeah I don't know. Everything like too much is, it feels wrong for me. Uh, these responses also remind me of potentially how our parents are or live because my mom will always say like, I don't want a mansion because it'd be too much to clean. And it's yeah. not like dawns on her that perhaps you could hire like help. But like, it's just like, that is such a like Filipino response. Like, no, I'll fucking do it myself, you know? Yeah. Um, fuck that help. You know, <laughs> like this me. Um yeah, but then real- that makes you a job <laughs> creator. Oh yeah. <laughs> um like <Yeah>. disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Realistically, I don't need a lot of money in the bank. I just want to live the rest of my old life like debt-free. Like I really don't fucking I mean, it's because like I racked up a lot on my Amex in my early 20s to go back home for a wedding and the debt was like literally eating me alive. Like I don't even know I don't even know. No, I, I do know. I lived off Wendy's a lot, dollar menu. Uh, <laughs> I could never get it down with that damn interest rate. Um, fantastically, well, to me, would look like having the financial flexibility to do more philanthropy, like full time, like you get money and you get money and whatever, you know, it's money, you know, like, and just be like, community garden. There you go. You know what I mean? Like that's, that to me would be wealth for me is, redistributing wealth I think that does kind of answer this fun question then of like what would you do with a billion dollars I really want to stretch this idea of a billion dollars um (laughs) because like 
I I don't know. Like, I just feel like, let me curtail that. Wealth to me is like the agency within your own life, right? And I think all of us touched upon that. And so like, I want to build a center that that fosters that type of agency kind of in the essence of like what COSY stands for, manifesting joy within activity rather than things. Um, so I've always dreamed if I had enough money that I'd have like this creative hub that has three amenities. This is me, them manifesting it a live theater area, a library and a studio mm. with like several meeting space and open office areas, right? People can congregate without overhead. Um, this dream is fueled by the many times other Filipinos told me that there's no money in art, right? That's such a huge component to how we prevent other Filipinx to become artists is by killing dreams. <laughs> um, I feel like if there was a dedicated invisible space for creating, then we'd see more organic community and innovation people would just be in it to be in it with each other locally we see like a lot of small centers built and nicole can address this but, and they mainly address like healthcare concerns right healthcare kind of access or whatever um i have this like question in the back of my mind for a long time and i think if people engage in more simple joys of things that were made or invented perhaps we can generate well-being overall for ourselves because we're working towards joy manifestations like as 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 frequently as like exercising right so uh, that's my uh 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 billion dollar dream daniel um i would separate into three parts um number one save up and learn how to invest money because what the fuck are stocks like <laughs> what is that? <laughs> um, i haven't had this much money so like what what can i do with it um Number two, I want to build a house for my parents. I know that's a, such a like a beauty contest type of like <laughs> answer, but like I do. Yeah. Um, like they've taken care of me. They've like sacrificed a lot. So like I want to make sure that I'm giving back too. And then lastly, as a teacher in America, um, I want to use like the money for school, like a small portion every year. If not like for like the whole school, then for just my class, you know. Um, I've been like really resourceful, like instead of finding like actual like books books I find like pdfs so that we can like all read a book together or like mm. I print out packets like I would stay up I remember That's like cool. I would stay up like hours and hours just editing a book that I found online and making sure that like it all fits in the pages and all that stuff um but I just want to make sure that like the kids have That's materials cool. that they need like they're fed every day um because uh let's face it the the food things here in like American public schools not great no. um, I want them to have a comfortable place to learn um, I want to make sure that like my dream is also helping them achieve theirs okay um, like my goal this year is to make my AP kids as competitive as other more affluent kids in affluent schools across the United States that's the goal because um, fuck the school system bye mm. Betsy the boss <laughs> Nicole I don't know that a billion is gonna like really do <laughs> what I want. Like, a, um, I guess I'd have to like budget it out. <laughs> but my parents never taught me how to budget, so, um, you know, I think about stocks and like that it just sounds fake, right? Because all I think about is like Animal Crossing and like the um, right. Trips. It's true <laughs> it's though. Fake. It's fake. 
it's just like like what makes it move really up and down people like mm-hmm. what what yeah exactly what does make it go up and down it's and like when people talk about like oh the gas prices are going up because of Biden it's like that's not true but nope. um so I don't actually know if like a billion would be enough for me to like you know get my parents set up and mm. then get myself set up that's I guess sweet. maybe just because I'm like I am I still have that like um that like oh shit what if I need something for the future mm-hmm. like mindset um so uh I mean maybe we'll, I don't know but you know Jean you do you bring up a really good point about making like a so you mean like a like an Asian American cultural yes center? yes mm-hmm. um like and it's very funny because like you talk about healthcare, but like it's like oh do they not consider mental health kind mm-hmm. of healthcare? <laughs> you know um so I think if anything an arts place would make sense right and I have talked about like my idea for repurposing these like abandoned grocery stores into mm-hmm. like a nice little creation spot um but yeah I just I want to have healthy teeth Oh, that's a good one. I, that's that's for sure my one thing is like I gotta get my teeth fixed. That's really uh-huh. fucking and, and good. I'm, that's practical. And like I do need to get rid of all my my debts, my various debts, mm-hmm. and um, I want to set my parents up. I mean, you know, we're kind of we're, we're kind of part way there. I, I I split the cable bill with uh, okay. <laughs> my nibblings for my parents because they don't want to <laughs> get internet. They like they don't want to pay for it, and it's like y'all live in a really like a weird cul-de-sac where it's like you don't get good cell phone service there so it's like it's mm. very it is a necessity for them to have um high-speed internet and mm. I guess that's just that just also speaks to like how people just aren't set up for basic necessities mm. and how like I like I wish that we could just live to live you know to mm. just create stuff and to learn and to like be cool with each other and like eat good food and like fuck and stuff but, like <laughs> and no it's like you gotta live to like make money and it's such a bummer to that this is like the reality that we um are currently living in I mean I don't know maybe one day people will get their shit together and we'll I'll stop paying rent and mortgages and we'll I don't know um, we'll, do, we'll do something with a guillotine or I don't want to incite anything. Lame. Um, I, I, before we move into recommendations, I think it's really cool how we have talked about how our financial situations have been influenced by our parents. But if given wealth, we want to aid in their healing of money wounds by like giving to them instead of being like, well, fuck you, you know, like, so I think that's, that says a lot about us. It says a lot about the culture. Like at the end of the day, we really still love them. You know, I think we would have to put a stipulation of like therapy mm-hmm. has to be <laughs> included mm-hmm. in, in that setup. Uh, just to put it it's on there. Conditional. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm really glad we were able to talk about this and that we're able to uh, kickstart the conversation for others. And please don't hit us in the DMs with financial coaching um, unless we actually say we are seeking that. Anywho, give us some good recs, Nicole. Okay, number one rec is to, I recommend that you give me money 
<laughs> yes. for anything in return. Just kidding. Um, so I got a lot, nice little email from Dr. Mark Pudding Pat for another show. <laughs> <laughs> and I am unsure if this will air before the event. No, it'll be way after. Oh, dang it. Okay, so I'll just save it for like the social medias. Mm. So I really only have like, I guess I have two. Uh, this is a, a re-recommendation from, from Daniel to use <laughs> Z Library. I can't believe that we forgot about Z Library. Mm, uh-huh. Good point. Because I was yeah. able to find all our textbooks as PDFs. <gasps> yes, that's free. Right. And I think it might be too late to return your textbooks yeah, to the bookstore. I mean, maybe if you, if you bought your books outside of the bookstore, maybe you could still like utilize the library and get something back. Mm. Um, but, oh gosh, that really, especially because our textbooks were like, they're backordered. Yeah, so, they are. So like having this, you let me know, Jean, if you need me to send you the PDF. Um, well, if, if they're backordered, sell them to your classmates. Hmm. It's true. Thanks, Daniel. A little redistribution of wealth within our, our program. Yeah. Um, and... I want to recommend that people go out and do cozy stuff. Yes. You know, other various cozy things that are happening in the Valley. I want, I want to see folks out there. Yippee. I want to see you. Daniel. Um, for me, homemade trail mix. Um, uh, uh, so uh, Cody and I went on a hike with, uh, with our friends um, and our friend made, goldfish peanut m&ms um and like cranberries he didn't add it on there so it's just goldfish peanut m&ms and just like nuts and i've been snacking on it every night it's so good um number two if you're a teacher out there and you don't have a curriculum or if you don't want to pay for a curriculum or your school isn't providing a curriculum for you um summit public schools um in seattle and fish tank learning you can get full units and materials for most subjects between grade six to 12. Wow. Like why struggle when there's already things for you online for free? Um, and also why reinvent the wheel when you can just adjust it? Okay. Um, and then lastly, I, okay. I love Drag Race Philippines and like the, the baklat way of saying just kidding. Oh my gosh. It's like charing or like, Char, Charots, okay. Charmander. Oh my God. I love it so much. I so great. Uh, my student said that uh, she cried at one of the episodes, like maybe it's the last episode or something, like super cried. I wonder if you. Ooh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> some of the episodes are heavy. Like the the one, ep- uh, the um the episode with the like Philippine monsters and mm-hmm. mythological mm-hmm. creatures. Um, they were talking about like being an orphan and not having like parents. Wow. And that's why like the queen who dressed up as like this monster had like the impacta kids. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, it's, yeah, it it's wouldn't, really yeah. emotional. It wouldn't be Filipino if it wasn't emotional or heavy. You know what I mean? Like we are while we're not vulnerable in money wounds, we're like really <laughs> vulnerable in teleseries and like mythology. Fiction. Yeah, mythology. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you, Daniel. Um, so 
to super emphasize on the cozy piece, we're back to in-person cozy fest friends on November 12th. We're making a making a comeback from 2019, so we can still wor- use the word annual <laughs> annual cozy yeah. fest. Um, it's at the Clark County Library from 12 to 4 in the large conference room. So um, you'll be zining it up, y'all. Um, Daniel, Daniel might be there. Daniel, no we'll with my kids, I think. With the tree table, maybe. <gasps> ah, yes. Um, also, check out Ghost Kid Comics. You know, it's really hard to break into the comics scene here. Easy and hard. Um, let's let's not be a loyalist to comic book stores. Like, let's just uh, try out new things. It's not it's not that bad, y'all. They're on um, Sahara and Maryland. Um, also for all my friends, Kaikabo, Japanese art of mindful spending. Um, it's really fun if you're into stationery. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll link it. I'll link the cute little, uh, links. I think there's Etsy versions. Any last words before we log off tonight, this money wounds episode and I guess money healing ish. Ish. Um, no, let's destroy capitalism. All right, Daniel. But also heal ourselves and each other. Yes. Mm. I was about to say, um, um, you can dance now, but don't make money wounds. <laughs> um, and, you know, coattailing off the the teeth piece that Nicole was saying, um, health is wealth too. So, yeah, uh, it really um, is. Yeah, it really is. Um, this is Jean. This is Nicole. And this is Daniel, and we're a podcast to magically disappoint your bank accounts. Because I know you're interested. I'm uninterested. <laughs> 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 <laughs>